Welcome to Bible News Press. Our goal is to discuss biblical faith beyond cliches and buzzwords, whether such words are religious or political. Sometimes we sit around the table and fellowship. Sometimes we do a little time travel. It is all part of our journey with our Abba Father, who has given us the key to life. We do it with Jesus, and we do it together. Welcome. Hello, I'm Laura. I will be reading 1 Samuel chapter 13 from the World English Bible. Saul was 30 years old when he became king, and he reigned over Israel 42 years. Saul chose for himself 3,000 men of Israel, of which 2,000 were with Saul in Michmash and in the Mount of Bethel, and 1,000 were with Jonathan in Gibeah of Benjamin. He sent the rest of the people to their own tents. Jonathan struck the garrison of the Philistines that was in Geba, and the Philistines heard of it. Saul blew the trumpet throughout all the land, saying, Let the Hebrews hear. All Israel heard that Saul had struck the garrison of the Philistines, and also that Israel was considered an abomination to the Philistines. The people were gathered together after Saul to Gilgal. The Philistines assembled themselves together to fight with Israel, 30,000 chariots and 6,000 horsemen, and people as the sand which is on the seashore in multitude. They came up and encamped in Michmash, eastward of Beth-Avon. When the men of Israel saw that they were in trouble, for the people were distressed, then the people hid themselves in caves, in thickets, in rocks, in tombs, and in pits. Now some of the Hebrews had gone over the Jordan to the land of Gad and Gilead, but as for Saul, he was yet in Gilgal, and all the people followed him trembling. He stayed seven days according to the time set by Samuel. But Samuel didn't come to Gilgal, and the people were scattering from him. Saul said, Bring the burnt offering to me here, and the peace offerings. He offered the burnt offering. It came to pass that as soon as he had finished offering the burnt offering, behold, Samuel came, and Saul went out to meet him, that he might greet him. Samuel said, What have you done? Saul said, because I saw that the people were scattered from me and that you didn't come within the days appointed, and that the Philistines assembled themselves together at Michmash. Therefore I said, Now the Philistines will come down on me to Gilgal, and I haven't entreated the favor of Yahweh. I forced myself, therefore, and offered the burnt offering. Samuel said to Saul, You have done foolishly. You have not kept the commandment of Yahweh your God, which he commanded you. For now Yahweh would have established your kingdom on Israel forever, but now your kingdom will not continue. Yahweh has sought for himself a man after his own heart, and Yahweh has appointed him to be prince over his people, because you have not kept that which Yahweh commanded you. Samuel arose and went from Gilgal to Gibeah of Benjamin. Saul counted the people who were present with him, about six hundred men. Saul and Jonathan his son, and the people who were present with them, stayed in Geba of Benjamin, but the Philistines encamped in Michmash. The raiders came out of the camp of the Philistines in three companies. One company turned to the way that leads to Orphrah, to the land of Shual, 
Another company turned the way to Beth Horon, and another company turned the way of the border that looks down on the valley of Zeboim toward the wilderness. Now there was no blacksmith found throughout all the land of Israel. For the Philistines said, Lest the Hebrews make themselves swords or spears. But all the Israelites went down to the Philistines, each man to sharpen his own plowshare, mattocks, axe, and sickle. The price was one payam each to sharpen mattocks, plowshares, pitchforks, axes, and goads. So it came to pass in the day of battle that neither sword nor spear was found in the hand of any of the people who were with Saul and Jonathan. But Saul and Jonathan his son had them. The garrison of the Philistines went out to the pass of Michmash. That's the end of chapter 13. I have just a couple of quick comments and one correction from a previous chapter. First of all, in discussing the lineage of Samuel, I found there's some discussion about comparing 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 1, where it talks about him being an Ephraimite and him showing up in the Levitical genealogies in 1 Chronicles chapter 6, verses 27 through 29. It seems to be pretty much agreed on that the addition of him and his sons in there, he's they're not claiming that he's a son of Levite, but they're just adding him for some reason there, and that Samuel really was an Ephraimite. I'll put a link on the website of one discussion that I found that discusses uh, some of the intricacies of understanding the Hebrew there that makes it more clear why he's an Ephraimite. But along those same lines, I was looking at this because I was trying to get a better understanding of why Samuel was offering sacrifices, but it was wrong for Saul to do it. I think the bottom line is that Saul was supposed to be waiting for Samuel, that Samuel had been validated many times in obvious ways as a prophet from God, and Saul had been told to wait for him. It's pretty obvious from Saul's response that he knew he was supposed to wait for him, and then he makes the mistake of making excuses for what he did. In essence, he tells Samuel, you made me do it, and he doesn't have a repentant attitude at all. Or, as is indicated in the prophecy that says he's going to lose the kingdom, he did not have a heart to follow God. As for the correction, it has to do with 1 Samuel chapter 3, where it says that Samuel had laid down in Yahweh's temple where God's ark was. I originally took that to mean that he laid in the Holy of Holies, but upon reading a couple of other things, I see that it simply means that the ark was in Yahweh's temple and Samuel was sleeping in the temple. That's all for today. Thanks for listening. That is the Bible News Press segment for today, but not the end of our journey. 